Hey friends, Boss Man here. I want to tell you about my new partners at Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid the podcast like the Boss Man do. To get started today, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Gerald the Boss Man show back with one of my buddies from Memphis, Tennessee, my man Philip Dean. Phil, how are things over the 901, man? 
Everything's doing. Everything's great, boss man. How we doing? Hey, I'm I'm recovering, man. I'm happy for you guys, but sad for us about the ping pong balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's, in recovery mode still. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got two for, you got two top ten picks, but it, it's still crazy to me how the draft lot, how the NBA's franchises all depend on a couple of ping pong balls. You're right. <laughs> You're so correct. Oh, <laughs> you just. A franchise's future on, like, if they're getting the right superstar or how they build season tickets all depends on a couple of ping-pong balls. It still fascinates me, and I think that, like, places like the NFL is watching it like, maybe we should try that. Yeah, it's a lot of excitement. Think about this, Phil. So many cities had draft lottery watch parties last week, and most of us left, left disappointed, as we did in Atlanta, but... New Orleans got the number one pick, and you guys got the number two pick, and then the Knicks got three, which made their fans go crazy. LA jumps up to four, and I'm seeing these flattened odds really devalue the tanking that the Hawks did for sure. That I know they did. I'm, I'm privy to it, and I know Memphis was tanking a bit to try to keep the pick away from conveying to a degree, and it helped out the Grizz in a, in, in a great way with the flattening out of these odds here. So it's crazy how the odds being flat and really changed the whole draft dynamic and now tanking going forward probably. fans, they were looking at it, the lottery as just convey, just try and convey the pick. I mean, I can tell you nobody had in expectations of like, let's go get John Moran or let's go, we can totally get Zion. The basketball gods just treated Memphis very kindly because last year the Grizzlies were tanking. They were tanking to see what they can get and they, and they thought that they were going to get the first or second pick. It didn't work out, but they got Jaron Jackson. This year, I mean, they played hard throughout the season, and it, the basketball gods treated them well, and they got the number two pick. But if you had told me like an hour before the, dra- the draft lottery that they were getting the number two pick, I would have told you, no way, there's no way. Just try and convey the pick, get this over with. But now everyone is excited. That, I mean, the chance of them, everyone here in Memphis is looking to get, hoping that they look at John Morant. I mean, Everyone is excited about this kid. Yes, and I saw him play at Austin P against the, the governors up there, man, and he took over that game. It was a close game. Austin P could have tied the game, but the shot was late, and they, it didn't count. But he willed that team to win in Austin P in a hostile environment up in Clarksville. And I saw the guy. He's very explosive. And I think that dynamic with Jaron Jackson Jr. and John Morant, gives the Grizzlies two young pieces to promote to the fans of Memphis to build this thing around and get the flags for them hopping again as it used to be. Absolutely. And not only that, I mean, you're going to have coaches around the league they are going to be wanting to take that job going, seeing two guys like John Moran and Jaron Jackson going, I want to, I can, I can develop those two guys. I want to develop something with them. I want to build, help build a franchise around them. And everyone's looking at it as well as, like, I guess this might be the end of Mike Conley. It could be, but the Grizzlies are holding all the cards here because now they can listen to any offer they want about Conley. They don't have to be desperate about having Conley. And they can keep Conley around till the trade deadline. And 
Ja can learn from Mike Conley, much as like how Jaron uh, spent time learning from Mark. I mean, it's a win-win right now for the Grizzlies with this pick. Now, Phil, now if you keep Mike Conley, would you start Job Morant at the two with Mike Conley or let them kind of do like the whole Collison and Holiday thing they were doing in New Orleans for a while there? I would start I would start Ja at the two right uh, at the beginning, but like give him time uh, to where you could see some games where Ja slowly takes the point guard position because Mike actually likes playing at the two right now in his style of play. He likes being able to just uh, go out there and score. He wants to, and he was trying to get that from uh, Javon Carter last year because he's approaching that the bigger step of like, look, let him run some plays and, and help find me get the ball so I can I can score. So I think that's what they're going to look at with Ja is like, look, uh, we want you to be able to score starting off, but we need you to uh, run, be a floor general in the future. And But he's this kid is just supremely talented, and I think having a guy like Mike Conley will help him uh, in the future. And especially, and it will still help Jaren's development. Yes, and most definitely, because I think having that, that young point guard with a, with a young big, kind of like Penny Hardaway and Shaq to a degree was in Orlando, when they, they, they kind of hit the yeah. fire together, they, they came a one year apart, but when they got together that third year, look what happened, they went to the finals, they, they beat the Chicago Bulls, and they went to, they got swept in the next year, but they showed that potential, and I think that's what Memphis needs, a big buzz. I feel like this team was kind of going the wrong direction, but now you get to get the fans back in there and get that buzz. Got the new front office now in Memphis. It's then they just right need to hire the right coach. I think you guys are on you on your way out there. If you if you develop if you get the right coach as well, I think and if you keep Mike Conley, it will help it will definitely help Jonas Valanciunas pick up his option and look at considering taking a, a long-term to add a new contract with the Grizzlies as well. If you had a, add a piece like that in the way Valanciunas was playing with the Grizzlies, I mean, they were, it was the backcourt of Valanciunas and Jaron was extremely fun to watch, and they won a significant amount of games when they played together. So that's something as well you can look forward to as well if, if keeping uh, Valanciunas aboard. And Phil, it looks like you guys only have that number two pick in the draft unless you guys buy a pick in the second round. So are, there, are you hearing a lot about workouts of guys that's dot the top guys, kind of second round guys? Because I know you guys owe a second round pick next year as well. So so how, how are you seeing the, get the, the Grizzlies go about the draft just knowing you got that number two pick right now? Uh, I think that's the first thing they're looking at right now is just uh, – working on at the number two pick do i see them maybe trying to make a trade to get a see if there's something in the in the second round possibly but i think their focus right now is just this first round pick and uh, they're going to be getting a lot of calls about mike conley i mean teams from miami and utah um dallas those are going to be teams that are going to be calling them around the trade deadline just saying what do you want from uh, for us to have mike conley and that might include it, and they might be able to get another first-round pick, and there might be someone you can get out of that as well. But in the, I would say they need to look, if they're going to trade Mike Conley, see what first-round picks you can get in the future. Don't look right now. You already got the number two pick. 
see what you can get in 2020, 2021. Exactly. And looking at the roster, dude, I think DeLon Wright deserves a qualifying offer after that performance he put on at the end of the year for, for you guys. Are you hearing they're going to actually give him the, the QO or, or no, probably? Um. I'm sorry, you cut out that for a second. What, oh, yeah, the, the line right. I want to know about him. Uh, yeah. Uh, he played real well. I think he deserved the qualifying offer, at least, Phil, just so y'all can match him. If he gets something better out there on the market, you can match it. Because I think he'll be a good backup point guard to John Morant if you trade Mike Conley away this offseason or at the, the deadline as well. Oh, absolutely. I think he is a perfect backup point guard for the Grizzlies, and and, and he's a great insurance policy as well, I mean, look what ha- happened when Mike Conley decided uh, got hurt again. But like he came in and stepped up, and it was like the th- three of the last four games he got a tri- he got a triple double. Yes. So he was I mean, on fire. he he is he was on fire. I mean, he he's the per- I think he will want to stay in Memphis, but he's going to get a lot of offers right now. So we'll. Um, but I think it'd be great if he could stay in Memphis. Yes, indeed. And I want to ask you about my two Hawk buddies, Justin Holiday and uh, my man Dorsey. I don't think Dorsey's probably back, but maybe Jay Holiday, maybe. Yeah, I think Holiday, I think Dorsey has a better chance of staying in Memphis. I think that it, he really proved himself to be on a ro- NBA roster right now. Um, I think. Uh, with a guy like Holiday, the Grizzlies are still looking for the right wing position, r- right wing guy right now, and I don't think Holiday was it. I mean, he started off slow, but he picked up progress uh, as the season went on. But I think I don't see Holiday in a on a in a Grizzlies uniform next year. Dorsey, I think, will spend more time in the G League. I mean, it's going to be a full set. I mean, full set of point guards. Uh, for the Grizzlies, I mean, with Conley and then Morant, and then you got Javon Carter and DeLon Wright. So Dorsey's going to have to really prove himself to get that spot. But I think he he has definitely earned an NBA a spot on the NBA roster. Yeah, I hate it. We got we we tra- hate it. we traded him to you guys for Shelvin Mack. I'm going to cut my man Shelvin <laughs> Mack. Thought my friend was coming back. He said, "Man, they cut me, bro." I'm like, "Why?" We. <laughs> So I said to him, he's like, I don't know. You ask them why, man. But like, I was like, it was like crazy. Like, they traded two of my buddies for each other, but then they cut my man Shelvin Mack. But I hope he gets a job somewhere real soon. Now, Joe Kim Noah, I feel like, Phil, that's maybe a coach thing. I mean, he played well for you guys off the bench last year. He showed he had a little bit left in the tank. He could be a nice backup piece for a team. Uh, do you want? Do you, do you think he'll, if JV comes back, would that be a good backup for JV? And Jaron Jackson. I think he would. I think he would definitely want to do that. I think uh, that's something Jaron will definitely fight for. And um, he definitely loved learning from Joe Kim um, after the Gasol trade, and uh, loved working with him. And I know they developed a great uh, friendship. Um, and I know that goes the same with Valanciunas. Um, I think it will depend on the coach. And I think also there's going to be some veteran teams, uh, teams that have been there in the playoffs this season that will will look for a backup point, uh, backup center, and uh, see what kind of offers they can make to Joe Keem. It's just a matter of what does Joe Keem want. Does he want to help 
build a, a new roster that has a lot of potential in the next few years, or does he want to go to a playoff team and try and get a championship before he retires? Yeah, and I'm not hearing much about you guys coaching, except for that guy from that JV knows. I haven't heard anybody, and I know they interviewed Igor Kokoskov, and I'm like, you don't want to do that because I remember that other coach that you got, the guy from Phoenix. Well, I forget the guy's name, Mark Ivoroni, or whatever his name was, who was bad. So yeah. like, you don't want to go that route anymore. But it's like I'm not really hearing yeah. much on, on the coach front for you guys, and I'm figuring out this is this is a pretty decent job now with the number two pick in the future. Uh, I, I don't even want a guy maybe to, to develop somebody, but like you gotta fill that role because you're about to have a draft. I need to have a coach and a system to draft towards. But I know you can go go get my ramp. But July's coming right up the corner here. Right, and the thing with the head coach right now is I I believe their mindset right now is we need to find a coach that can legit coach. We don't need to look for someone that they've looked in the past with Fizdale and Biggerstaff and like. I think he can coach and he can help develop talent, so let's give him an opportunity. They need to find – they're trying to find someone that they know that can help coach this team immediately, can help them develop, and help help them get wins immediately and find a way to develop around uh, Jared and John Morant. But it's just they don't want to find someone that where they have to decide, I think he can coach this team – they need to find. They're trying to find someone that, like, we know in our hearts that this guy can be the be the coach and help win, help them win. I have two guys already in mind. Uh, I know that Mark Jackson can coach and Mike Woodson can coach, but they haven't. Those things have not came up. But <laughs> those two guys can coach, in my opinion. And I, I know Thibodeau's getting paid good. He don't want to leave that money on the table from Minnesota. But there are some options out there, but I think they're like Kokoskov was not even the coach in Phoenix. Joe Prunty was doing all the work, not Kokoskov. Right. So I'm like, why is he even getting an interview? <laughs> you know, that threw me off too. Or at Tor Messina, right. San, San Antonio, or even Becky Hammond, maybe. I mean, there are options, but y'all have only heard those two names. I know they want to be diligent in, in, their, in their work, but there are some names out there that you can interview that, that would be great for Memphis and have, we have one already. Right, and I think that there, there's, I believe there's six names right now that they that they have interviewed. Um, I think the last one was Nate Tibbetts from Portland, the assistant coach there. Um, uh, Jaron Collins, but like I think those are those are names as well. I mean, with Messina and Becky Hammond, um, I think those are two that I would definitely try and look for. But I'm, I bet they're waiting to see what happens with Popovich and see if they can get that job when he retires but it's they've got they're trying to their mindset right now is let's find someone we know that can actually help develop talent and can help win yeah i i hope that you all get somebody good real soon and i really like what you guys have going on i'm gonna ask you about this because golden state went to the golden finals once more they, they won by Kevin Durant, and would, did you think that they could win, reel off five and a half games with just this great play after losing Durant when they hadn't had to play the bench all year long? When last night of the season they come to Memphis pretty much with their backup guys and got beat by you guys. It's like so. It's like, did you think mm-hmm. this was this was possible with how the Warriors used their bench this year? Oh, absolutely, and I think that's one of the biggest parts of their success is what is their how deep their bench is, and. I can I'm still baffled by people thinking that like, oh well, since Kevin Durant's out, 
Portland's got a chance. Well, there's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala. I mean, do I need to keep going? I mean, uh, I mean, Steph Curry had to st- take his game back just to help uh, bring up Kevin Durant. I mean, to make exactly. it his team. But like the the everyone is just now forgetting. Like, oh yeah, this is Steph Curry's team. It's Steph Curry's team from the beginning. He just had to take a step back for Dur- um, for help to help uh, let Durant build up and like Kurt I mean Steph has just been phenomenal I mean when I knew that they were going to sweep Portland uh, Portland was just too exhausted from that seven game series and it was just I mean there's whoever the Warriors face in in the finals whether it be Toronto or Milwaukee I mean we're going to have to take them very seriously because I could see the, I I could totally see them either, sweeping either one of those teams Exactly, and you know, I know Coach Bud personal time in Atlanta. He's running the same plays around with the Hawks. I could tell the Warriors every oh, play. Every play I could tell every play he runs if I wanted to, because Quinn Cook and Damian Jones <laughs> are my friends. If I wanted to, I, hey, this is what he's going to do. Yeah, but it's like yeah. M- Milwaukee plays nine guys. Now, Brogdon's playing well. You know, Elio Sova's playing decent. George Hill. And other cat they bring in off the bench, but Milwaukee cannot really shoot. The, they cannot really score the ball the way you think. They get in transition, and but you in a half court setting, you just put either Clay Thompson or Durant if he plays on Giannis. You saw what Kawhi did to him, and they're the only guys to beat you. And I feel like you got y'all look, look at the Warriors bench. You don't need all you play your benches for the Warriors is in spot minutes and milk your stars because in the finals you have two days off in between games. But most of the time, unless it's the game between one and two and three and four, so you pretty much got two days off. So you'll be good and rested to go. And I feel like Milwaukee's not been there; it won't be ready for any intensity. And if you throw in Demarcus Cousins into the mix, if he gets back, Milwaukee's outmanned and will get beat <laughs> and slaughtered. If you ask me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I think Toronto is the more deeper team, and they have the more deeper bench. To go go one on one with Golden State, I don't think they can beat them. I could see I could see Toronto in that series winning one or two games out of that series. I mean, when you have a guy like Kawhi Leonard who has been insane throughout the playoffs, I mean he's going to help you win. He's going to help you win games against the Warriors. But it's a matter of can they beat them four times? So I just I'm, with Milwaukee, I just see it's their starters that's helping them get through this series right now, and it's. Um, well, I've noticed that too with Budenholzer. He's running all to his exact same plays and it, that he did in Atlanta, and I've I noticed that in Game One. And it's just, I mean, for them to have a guy like Ante Dacumpo, I mean, it's he's helped them carry so far. But I don't think he's ready yet to be in the finals. You got that right, cool. When I hear him, when I, when I hear him say five flow and five down and see, I'm like, this is the same stuff I heard in Atlanta. The same. <laughs> This is the same stuff. Like I can, I know how to beat these plays because I've been in practice. I, I can beat every play you run, man. Especially after you caught the <laughs> draft pick last year. But I let that go because we got Trey Young. Feel I let that go. See, we got Trey Young. <laughs> but, but I know you won games on purpose last year to screw up our draft pick. I know that because everybody in the world knew it on our team. So, but yeah, so it's like yeah, Coach Bud knows what's up, man. But yeah, like I can say it, man. 
I, that's why I can't watch FS1 or ESPN. These talking heads get on my nerves with all these, all this propaganda they spew. They're like, you guys played basketball. You guys are athletes, and you're spewing media propaganda from a researcher. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, it blows my mind, Phil. Oh, it's unbelievable. And how about uh, Jaron Jackson and Trey Young being named the NBA All-Rookie uh, Team first team today? I, I saw that. And also Kevin Herter over the Hawks' second team. So I think, Phil, on, we got some good draft picks here. We got some good young guys. I, th- I, think, we did, I, think, that, I think we did okay today. I think we did okay this year with draft picks. Maybe they can do it again next year. Yes, I'm hoping, man. I'm, I'm hoping for a Cam Reddish now and this kid from Texas that's kind of raw. Because we need, we need a, a young five. I'm not really high on Amari Spellman. He's my dude, but I don't know why we have him. We have John Collins. This is Torian Prince. We can get rid of him, too. And Ken Baysmore, yeah. bye-bye. But, you know, Herder, Trey Young, Collins, Cam Reddish, and a young big, yeah, five young guys, and hopefully we'll be good in, you know, a, two years or so, so we can have fun again. <laughs> I think Cam Reddish would be a great fit for Atlanta. Yes, indeed, because we need a small forward. And Torian Prince, bro, is not what it is. I mean, he's a nice young man, but I've seen your best. And hopefully we'll have Vince Carter yeah. for one more year. I'm praying for that. One more year, Vince Carter. I think he – I think we got one – I think he he needs one more year. I think he got, he's got one more year left in the tank, and he needs to do a victory victory lap like Dirk did. Yes, he does, and I look forward to the Memphis trip when uh, I have my, our guys Peter and Brevin or, or Fish out there serenading my man and, you know, letting them know how the city of Memphis feels about him because I said, I, I told people all the time, Memphis treated Vince Carter well. You know, he had a great time there, and I'm glad we could enjoy him Absolutely. in Atlanta at least for a year, you know, hopefully for one more, but but he had a great time. They talked about Memphis all the time, how he loves you guys and how it was a good, it was a, it was a good cool place, place to be and play, play ball. Oh, absolutely! I miss, I miss watching Vince Carter play every night. He he's one of the most he's a pure gentleman, and absolutely uh, honor to cover a guy like him. Yes, indeed, with Phil. Thank you for your time, my brother. I talk there. Congrats on that master's degree, man. And we'll be talking to you down the road, brother. Uh, get get John Moran in the house, man, and get the face for him cooking again, brother. <laughs> All right, boss man. I'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it as anytime, always. Anytime, Phil. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, ma'am. All right, folks, it's Philip Dean, my man, here on the Boss Man Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, 
Who was that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m. Only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. <laughs> 